Welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast. As always, I'm Jason, and joining me this week is a former CrossFit Bath member, Ryan Butlin. Ryan, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Now, I said former CrossFit Bath member. Where are you currently a member? I'm currently in Leicester, so I'm at CrossFit BFG, which reopens tomorrow, which is, is very exciting. Yeah, I saw a, few, a, a little bit on um, on the social media. I think CrossFit UK, the Instagram account, was posted up a few things about Leicester sort of reopening. So I, I can't believe you haven't been allowed back in yet. I know, it's been hard. We'll get to that, though. We'll get to that because, you know, we don't want to injure ourselves. We don't want to start talking too much before a warm-up, Ryan. You know... Yeah, you know I'm a stickler for a warm-up. So uh, I've got to ask you a couple of questions. Some of them, perhaps you know what they're going to be. A few others I've slipped in. First one, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Uh, I'm against the grain, so I'm smooth. You're saying against the grain, but well, I was going to say it's a couple of weeks in a row now that we've had smooth. We have had one curveball of I don't like peanut butter. But okay. the last answers to crunchy or smooth that actually accepted peanut butter have said smooth. So... A Maybe trend. there's a new movement, yeah. There seems to be a new movement. I had somebody ask me, uh, not on the podcast, but they said, well, is it in chocolate? <laughs> so it's like a Reese's or something. It's like, yeah. Well, I suppose it could be if you want. Now, talking of food, I know you're quite a cake fan. Yeah. So what is it? What is the best cake? I would. I, it was my birthday yesterday, and my girlfriend made a chocolate and peanut butter cake, and that, that was very impressive. Now, was that with crunchy or smooth peanut butter? That was with smooth. She knows me well. Yeah. I was going to say, is that what's, the, what's tipped you across to smooth was this cake problem? Yeah. This infamous cake. Chocolate and peanut butter cake does sound good, actually. Yeah. Quite hungry now. Let, let's, let's move away from food. Go, go towards fitness for a second. Yeah. So if you're, you've got to go for a workout, are you preferring high reps with a light weight or heavy singles? Probably heavy singles. I feel it's the correct answer yeah now i know you're quite a big fan of like the sanctionals and the formerly the regionals and the games and all of these kind of things so where would be your dream sanctional to attend probably Wadapalooza, this um yeah. nice environment miami would you be tempted to to get involved to try and uh compete in some manner or you just want to be there i don't and, think and take so. it in? maybe just do like if they've got a little workout area for like normal people yeah. I, i'd have a little go but no, not on this stage. I would like to see you turn up and ask the question. Like, yeah. is there an area for normal people? Can, <laughs> yeah. I, can I go there? And finally, Ryan, you may be anticipating this question, but when we do the CrossFit Bath movie and you make your cameo appearance from your time in CrossFit Bath, yeah. who is playing you? Um, I would probably say the guy from Kingsman. You know, the, the young guy? I can't remember his name. Uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah, that's it. Now, I've never revealed this on the podcast, but he's one of the people on my shortlist that I would potentially have play me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I look that much like him, but I was like a similar age. I think we look fairly similar, so I was like, go for him. I think we've gone down a very similar path of making yeah. the decision. Is I, I'm pretty sure I looked for actors that were about my age. And, yeah. uh, and you know, uh, well, he's Welsh, but, you know, he can, okay. he's very... Um, I'm sure he I can mean, try my accent. Well, also, he's... I, I was thinking, and this this is my reasoning. So I've clearly given this too much thought. Yeah. But he played like Eddie the Eagle. Oh yeah, that was good. Elton John. So he has the ability to portray other people. So yeah. I'm pretty sure, in my case, he could play a very below average crossfitter <laughs> who podcasts. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure that's in his his scope. But I think, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see him playing you. Very happy with the answer. Thank you. Finally, we're getting back to some serious answers on this question. Ryan, are you feeling warm? I am, certainly, yeah. Excellent. So we've already kind of mentioned that you are a former CrossFit Bath member. I cannot remember if you started doing CrossFit in Bath or if you were already doing it before you came to Bath. Yeah, it was. I started doing it at CrossFit Bath at the the gym before you won the one you're at now. In Wansdyke. Yeah, yeah, that was it, Wansdyke. So how, how did you first, because like now knowing you, and I've known you for a while now, but... Yeah. Um, I haven't actually spoken to you for quite a long time. When did you leave yeah, Bath? I think two years ago now. Yeah, it's which has I, gone really quickly. I think you. I don't know if you put something up on your Instagram or if there was something on Facebook, but I remember Derek commenting on it. Like it was maybe two years ago, and you were already in like the new location. Yeah, oh, I can't believe that much time has passed already. Uh, but like knowing you now, and I know kind of you are. I'm gonna say you're all in on CrossFit. Like you're a yeah you, you're, you're, you're a hardcore crossfit fan you you like the sport of crossfit you yeah very behind the methodology uh, we'll probably speak about that a little bit later so i'm really intrigued to know like how that began where did you first sort of stumble across crossfit i think at first it was just youtube videos there was a couple of people that i used to watch like the lean machines i think was the first sort of thing where i saw it and started seeing stuff on instagram and stuff like that and that was it really and that just sort of took my interest and started watching videos i was originally going to like a normal gym so we're like 40 something episodes in now and i think you're the first person to mention the lean machines i, really, I thought there would have been more people that yeah. well that they got in yeah <laughs> that they specifically forced to go to crossfit bath yeah no it just now that you mention it it just suddenly i was like oh yeah the lean machines not heard them mentioned uh, all right so that's that's really interesting so so then you you obviously started as you said in in one's dyke i guess was that just you you joined the so like you yeah. you reached out to them you you jumped in on the the next available intro class or? i think i'd been watching the instagram page a little bit for a little while um looking at the website and getting close to yeah. going and then one day i think i rung up spoke to ollie and i did the one-on-one intro as well where not not part of the introduction class where you just do it just Ollie. Now this is another interesting thing because from being you know a long time member of the 8pm group I've met a lot of people that that go and do the intro class right yeah yeah on the podcast I would say the majority of people have done either like a one-on-one or a two-on-one intro with Ollie so I'm really intrigued to know what happens to all the people on the group class and why they don't come on the podcast. Ollie just obviously has a 100% retention just anyone that comes in and does it with him that's it. What's his secret? Oh, I don't know. I want to know. I, I'm intrigued then. So were you, because obviously, you know, speaking to, di- to different people as, as, I, as I have about them sort of starting CrossFit um, and there's, o- there's often this level of like anxiety and kind of, oh, it's, it seemed, a, you know, it was a little bit intimidating or a little bit scary or wasn't really sure. Uh, and so considering that you'd sort of stalked for, a better, for lack <laughs> of a better word, the, the Instagram, the website, uh, you you know you were watching lean machines you kind of were very familiar with what crossfit was how did you feel kind of initially reaching out and being like yeah i'm gonna go for it was there that level of anxiety or it was more i don't know excitement there was a fair bit of nervousness but then a lot of excitement as well because i'd i'd been seeing it for probably about six months and then it sort of leads you into a path you start watching other people and following more pages about it and then 
so I'm watching a lot of stuff and looking at the Instagram page of CrossFit Bath and stuff and then yeah a little bit of nervousness because some of the movements are difficult a lot of stuff that I'd never done before but there was a lot of excitement there as well was there any because I think with Ollie we've spoken about this as well in the past that so I I know for me when I first sort of got to know about CrossFit it was all in a very negative sense and I had you know I'd heard all the horror stories I knew all the kind of bad things about CrossFit and how everybody just gets injured and it's not safe and it's not good and it doesn't work Uh, and that's what I'd sort of that was and that was kind of the only thing really the only thing I'd heard before actually going and just having a look myself yeah so you obviously you know were following a lot of people that were very pro CrossFit had you also at the same time come across like this negative sort of view of CrossFit and and in which case how did you kind of make your decision on who to trust or or why you were more pro than con to be honest not really I always hear everyone always hears bad things about CrossFit I don't know if it was just the circles that I mixed in or the stuff that I was watching as well everyone that I pretty much knew didn't know anything about it and then all the people that I was watching on Instagram and YouTube and stuff they were very pro CrossFit and they'd throw in the odd everyone always says it's dangerous and I was like, oh, I guess a few people think it's dangerous or whatever. And then eventually when I started getting into it, there'd be the odd person that would be like, oh, yeah, that's that crazy stuff where everyone's... It's weird. I, what, what, one day I will go back through like all these episodes. I'll start building some kind of algorithm to try and work it out. But it, it is interesting. It's very much, I think, the circles that you run in and yeah. what people think. But you know, when we spoke with, with Sean on the episode about whether or not CrossFit was dangerous and we like looked at the science, kind of the statistics behind it, but even there, he'd said, you know, when they had the the Origins competition at the university in Bath, just people like walking out had seen it and been like, oh, that's that cross, that's that dangerous thing. Don't do that. You hurt yourself. And it's just, it is strange that it's still kind of in the air. But yeah. I, I definitely think less so now than than once upon a time. I, but, think, so. I think I've experienced two different sides of it as well, because obviously I went to Bath and I'll skip over some stuff, but we can come back to it later if you want. But had a great introductory session with Ollie, had great coaching while we were at CrossFit Bath. And then when I moved to Leicester for a little period, I was just at a pure gym, just doing it by myself. And I tweaked something in my back. And I think that there's that side of it where you're on your own and you do it on your own. And I think without anyone around you, it is more dangerous. So I think it depends who you are, but I do think there's that also that other side of, and if people seeing you doing stuff that they don't know what it is, they'll probably just think, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I think definitely if you're, I guess it's a combination of you not necessarily being in like the environment that is conducive to CrossFit. So perhaps the the equipment you're using isn't, you know, ideal or yeah. you're kind of having to move things around a little bit to areas that perhaps aren't the best. And then obviously you're, you know, you're not, like I 100% agree with you. I found during lockdown, personally, and I had access to a barbell for some of the period of time and like even even things like deadlifting i was constantly thinking in the back of my mind like is this right is you know it doesn't feel quite right and there's no one that i can just shout at and say hey yeah is that right like is that in the right position am i risking a little bit of feedback or something so i i absolutely get what you mean by yeah potentially just flying solo there is a danger and i mean and then that's probably amplified if you decide to bring your friend along because you think he'd enjoy crossfit and then you're coaching him with, you know, especially yeah. if it's like Olympic lifting, as you said earlier, like very you know difficult moves, quite technical. And as well, trying to be macho as well, like 
I'll show him how it's done. Watch this. Yeah, watch me just load up the bar. I don't need <laughs> yeah. to warm up. It's fine. Well, that's really, really But now you, you know, you, I guess then, how much more so you must be looking forward to it reopening uh, tomorrow? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah, tomorrow. So yeah. that that will have been like last week by the time this comes out. So yeah, trying to, or maybe two weeks. Ago. I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do the math. Yeah. It's open by now. That's the important yeah. <laughs> thing. So that was like how you started, and then you you've obviously just mentioned that you you had good coaching in Bath. So what was your kind of your experience from? Because I guess you were, I mean, you left. So sorry, you left two years ago. So how long were you actually at CrossFit Bath? I think it was two years because I started just in my second year of uni. So yeah, about two four years. So how did you sort of what did you find was your experience then over the course? of those two years uh, I loved it I thought a really nice group of people all the classes that I went to were quite were really nice I was always a little bit scared of the five o'clock class which I saw the, the five o'clock elite podcast you did the other day well hold on that's in Trowbridge though oh is it five five o'clock elites in Trowbridge five o'clock at Bath <laughs> but, um, they're, they're, they're pretty intimidating you're right yeah and especially when you first go but I think that's just thing that happens with CrossFit but yeah I thought the coaching was brilliant from everyone there got a really good relationship with all the coaches and then the people that went as well so what time would you train I mixed it up quite a lot I think I used to go to the half ten one because I was a student at the time so like the odd day I wasn't at uni so half ten in the morning and then sometimes the eight o'clock at night because I think I probably initially saw you more because I, I you know going back what like four years now yeah so I know when I started, I was a lot more at the half 10, even yeah. though I wasn't a student, but that was a good yeah. time for me on some days. So I would quite often be at the half 10 in the morning uh, and then I moved to doing 8 p.m., uh, which now, guys, you know, I'm I'm 8 p.m. for life. Don't worry. That's it. But, no changing. Um, and so I, I remember towards the end seeing you more in the evenings, but yeah. I guess at the beginning I probably did see you more in the in, in the day. So you'd mentioned that you were a member of like a kind of normal gym. Normal yeah gym, for lack of a better word a standard gym before yeah. going before doing crossfit was that something you'd kind of always been kind of into fitness or trying to keep fit or was it a, a newer pursuit once you sort of moved to bath yeah i think a, a little bit i've always been when i was younger i think like 16 or 17 i used to go but it was just very basic on the treadmill i first started running that was my first sort of introduction to fitness and then not very far very slowly and then eventually running more and more. And I did a half marathon in the end, which was about the upper limits of the furthest I'd like to go. Yeah. And then so went to a gym in Bath as well. And that was just a lot of running. I lifted a little bit of weights, but it was just curls, tricep extension, bicep and triceps, a little bit back. Do you, do you think that was because of kind of the lack of a program and the lack of a sort of structure to your training or do you feel that that was what you'd seen being pushed as what you kind of should be doing anyway so it's not that there wasn't a program but kind of that was what was incorporated into the program yeah I think just sort of that's what I saw people doing and as well nerves of if you go to the gym it's easy to get on the treadmill you can't really do that that wrong <laughs> I'd imagine um but like doing other movements like deadlifts or something that probably looked quite scary when I first walked into the gym. So I just thought, yeah, I can probably pick up some fairly light weights and just curl them and feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Doing something else than running anyway. I've, I've done fitness for the day. <laughs> yeah. A few curls while running on the treadmill. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess, I mean, I, the reason I was asking, because my follow-up to that, and obviously with this answer, I'm, I'm hoping I know what the answer is going to be now. But I was going to ask if you've seen results now from your training, uh, from doing CrossFit now for like four years. Have you seen a change in your fitness, your appearance, you know, how you feel in yourself? What's been your sort of experience of, of doing CrossFit for so long? Yeah, I think general fitness definitely has gone up quite a lot like um comparing me to some of my friends that go to the gym as well but just normal gym and then as well my appearance I think is a fair bit better and overall strength and things like that have have gone up a lot since I've started doing CrossFit because it was something that I barely worked on before and and what I think is interesting in like in my experience that maybe you you found the same is that it's not even like I was gonna say it's not like you're trying but that's not exactly what I mean but I, you know, I'm I'm feeling the same as you that I've I've seen, I've seen a difference in, in just my fitness. Um, I think I, I think mentally you feel you feel fit in the sense that I generally don't think there's something. I mean, like yes, there'll be like a weight that I know I can't lift. Yeah. But if it's just about like in life in general, being out somewhere, you know, if if I need to get from A to B and someone says, look, you need to walk over there it's that far oh it's quite far I'm not concerned in any way that I'm not fit enough to manage that or like can you carry this thing over here yeah I mean if you're asking me to do it then I'm pretty sure it's a weight that's clearly manageable for you know for someone to lift Uh, and I feel confident in my fitness now that I can kind of perform those tasks without worrying too much that makes sense any sort of outdoor thing or a general everyday task that's that some people would look at as difficult I wouldn't worry about doing yeah or, or and, and I guess running is a really good example of that because like, like you know you're saying you'd run slow I, I think I'm the same like if you told me oh you need to run quite far if there's not a time limit I reckon yeah. I'll be all right like yeah it'll be okay it'll take me a while but I'm not concerned it's, it's fine but I don't feel like I'm somebody who has really been thinking about training about my running about like oh i've got to start doing you know split times and and, yeah like no i've just all i've done is is just consistently over the last few years gone in and done whatever's written on on the whiteboard and i feel like it's the same with the appearance side of things i haven't done any as as you can tell i haven't done anything (laughs) to help on in that regard all i've done is go in do the workouts that you know that are prescribed try my best and I think as well when I initially went in started going to the gym and then also joining CrossFit back and going to that my first thought was like I want to lose weight and then like lose a bit of my tummy lose a bit of the fat that you don't want and then after doing it for a few years and like at the point now it's it's not as much about that I'm like I'm happy with how I look I want to get stronger I want to be able to do more now, now we were like, can we gain weight? Yeah. <laughs> that, Is that allowed? Yeah. Every, I think every year that I've done the open, immediately after the open, I've been like, I need to put on some more weight. Like these, these 22.5s are crushing me. I need, yeah, I need to get heavier. Um, I and feel slow- like I go up in waves, like it'll be a gymnastics workout. I'm like, oh, I could probably do with losing like half a stone. And then like, we'll deadlift or something. It'll be like some heavy weight cleaning jerks. And then I'll be like, no, I'm going to put on some weight. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's picking what matters most. Isn't yeah, it? like what do what do we need? 
So it's interesting because something else I wanted to ask you about is obviously with with your kind of journey because you know you've been doing it. I guess we've been doing it quite a similar amount of time. Um, you might have been doing it a bit longer than me actually, but it's it's sort of that similar period. And obviously there are people that have been doing it a lot longer than us, and there are people that are starting it now, which is which is great. But it's always interesting to see sort of how all in people go and, and where where that kind of journey takes them. And I know that you are planning to quite soon, I think, do your CrossFit level one. Yeah, I think it's about six weeks now. So what kind of motivated that decision? And then what, what's sort of your goal once you once you attain that? Yeah, I don't think it's anything like, I, I know that I'm not going to go to the games or sanctionals or anything like that. I love doing CrossFit. And I, I think that I'll be doing that for quite a while. But in the sport of it, I don't think I'll go any further. But I just wanted to learn as much about the methodology because I've looked at the website for years, the CrossFit website, read a lot of the articles and things like that and found them really interesting. And I'm always talking about them to my girlfriend. I think she probably does get a bit fed up with it, but she does listen to me. Um, and then my mates and parents as well. So I really like the methodology and just wanted to learn a bit more about it and thought as well, if I do the, the L1, how much can I gain from it? What will I learn about the movements, making sure that I see the best way to do the movements and then learn about the methodology as well. I thought it could push me and make me as good as possible as doing it to an everyday sort of standard. Because I, I feel like, in, you know, on the surface, we because all the coaches have their L1, or yeah. two or three uh we you kind of you always put it on that that idea don't you it's like ah oh, if you want to coach you've got to do your l1 yeah but i know that the l1 has always been pushed as something that ideally every person who does crossfit would do because it just helps you to have that better understanding of the methodology like as you're saying um i don't have my l1 and um you know if if someone wants to sponsor me to do it great yeah, it's, uh, it's expensive I, I will say that but like i saw i think it was savant say that he thinks it's the life manual to or the manual to life or something like that yeah and i was just like yeah why not i'm I'm really interested in it so why not learn about it so you you say that you you talk about it all the time to your girlfriend yeah. your family to your friends have you managed to get any of them to actually take a step into a into doing crossfit yeah so. i got um one of my mates um did a session with me um at one of the gyms back near home um but he didn't carry it on I, I think it did almost kill him and he was like i'm not doing this um and then me and my girlfriend we've got a little bit of equipment which was from because of what's going on at the moment the gym lent us some and we do a lot of workouts at home together um crossfit workouts you gotta try and convince her to carry that on until the gyms reopen interesting yeah. so you, you you've touched on that and i suppose we'll we'll circle back to that now because i i think it's amazing how quickly we adapt and how quickly we forget and we kind of move on and this whole lockdown period has been it's been interesting <laughs> to say yeah. the least and i know you know my i know my experience was kind of initially we started doing zoom workouts and i was like clockwork on the zoom workouts and then we moved house and i disappeared from the zoom workouts and then we started having outside the box and we were allowed to kind of uh, just due to numbers and the restrictions on how many they could have it was kind of 
one one session a week was pretty much all you could expect to get and then maybe if you if you managed to sneak onto a second one that was like impressive and and i i literally at that point kind of only trained that once a week at the outside the box and then it's it's now like yeah it's different but to be honest it's i'm i'm training as much as i was before uh, maybe more and um and, and maybe because of having to book in it it kind of forces my hand a little bit more to to be regular because i've booked two three days in advance uh, but i know that for you that's not been the case because as we said they're not even as of recording this they haven't reopened yeah. so what has the whole lockdown experience been like for you in trying to keep doing crossfit yeah. with all the kind of limitations that have been hurled against you um the gym were really good and they they lent out a lot of equipment at first at first i only got a dumbbell um which was 22.5 kilos which i mean it's pretty heavy so i was fairly limited to what i could do and at first i was i think five six days a week doing like a good 30 40 minute workout and like the odd run thrown in there and then after a couple of weeks that sort of stopped i think i had about two or three weeks off but now it's been probably three work three four workouts a week between 30 minutes and an hour and then a couple of months ago the gym gym lent me some extra equipment which was a warble a little kettlebell and a barbell as well with 50 kilos in total weight which has been really nice to have yeah i've seen, I've seen you post up a few few of your workouts yeah oh although i've got to call you out on one <laughs> okay because you you posted up the crossfit buff inspired tempo front squats yeah but you cut that tempo down dramatically I, that was a genuine mistake i think or maybe my brain just sort of tricked me to do it much quicker yeah because that was it like five seconds down was the first time front squatting in quite a while it was not pleasant i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah i can imagine i bet it felt like about 10 seconds yeah but it was really nice to see the the class completely in sync going down five pause at the bottom coming up i mean it was a, it was a thing of beauty yeah but you know not when you're doing it though not while you're doing it yeah yeah watching it on the gram after the fact was nice i've seen yeah i mean i've seen you really committed to your your workouts at home though you to be yeah. commended for that i mean to be honest i've seen you do thrusters like I anybody do. who does thrusters when there's no one else around forcing them to do them yeah. like that's commendable and and i've only got 215 kilos as well so every time i'm jumping it, it's a horrendous jump of no matter what i'm doing from going 20 kilos just the bar to 50 with, with thrusters was even worse the option is to do single arm with your 22.5 yeah <laughs> dumbbell so you know what 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 do you want look you've got loads yeah. of choices there i mean they lent you a wall ball as well and i'll tell you what if, if crossfit bath had lent me a wall ball we wouldn't be having this conversation because <laughs> no. i would have left crossfit bath <laughs> <laughs> that that's been one uh one interesting thing of our return uh because I mean, so it might have changed. It might have changed by the time this comes out. But as of recording this, we haven't done wall balls since the reopening, just because again, with walkways and the way the gym is oh, okay, yeah. like kind of divided up to give everyone their little area. It, how do you get to the possible. wall and back? So we've done, we've used the the medicine ball and we've done some other things, but we haven't had to do a wall ball, which and means I've not it. done a wall ball in like six months. Which I tell you what, feels great. Yeah. Um, 
I'm so this not... is why you're going so much at the moment because you just you're banking up that extra time of no war balls. Exactly. And then once then I'll start cherry picking work. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, war balls, not for me. But it, it it's been really good getting back in. But I think, uh, but this was my point that I feel like for us nothing's gone back to normal let's not pretend yeah. <laughs> i don't think anyone thinks it has but it's you have that kind of isolated view of like well we're training back in the gym as before the bridge are training back in the gym as before and you know the others around us are and you kind of forget that other people are still restricted in what they can do and 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 how like we complain about how hard it was for such a long time but it means for you guys it's been the same amount of time we had plus like so this is what now i'm trying to think when the gyms reopened uh a couple of months ago now right it feels like i think it does feel like it we have been doing they did do zoom workouts and a few instagram lives but i think i did one of them it was just the timing wasn't great for me and then recently we've been doing the odd workout at the park one of the parks in town and that's been really good i mean i say really good a bit horrible a lot of jumping lunges um, and jumping squats which are horrendous so did you find when you went back to training with other people again that because I, I mean as, as i said i've seen what you're doing at home very good but i found that it, when i would do like a zoom workout or i do a home workout when i then went and did the outside the box that killed me because i realized i was pushing so much harder when people were watching me yeah. than when I'm at home and I can quite easily just phone it in. Is that just me or have you found no, the same thing? I think thing? that's probably the same with me because most of my workouts at home have just been at home on the patio on my own. My girlfriend's doing the odd one with me, but yeah, like fairly steady. I'm not going to push myself too hard. I'm definitely not going to kill myself out there on my own. I found it was the running and then doing some kind of movement that really got me because... Yeah like with zoom workouts or anything like that it was all very sort of in your little zone uh, and so it was rare maybe you'd go for a run but you wouldn't be like doing a run and then kettlebell swings or a run and then push-ups and as soon as we had the outside the box especially on friday when i was going all we seemed to do was run <laughs> it was just yeah. like running and then this movement and um yeah that was that was tough <laughs> really yeah. tough to get back into that what are you most looking forward to when, with the reopening? So, because I mean, it sounds to a degree like, you know, you've got your barbell, you've got, you, you know, your girlfriend as a workout partner. Yeah. No one's judging you for eating cake in between sets. Yeah. Like you've got a pretty good setup. Got it pretty nice. So what is it then about getting back into the box that you're really kind of looking forward to? I think seeing a few people from the gym again will be nice. I'd only been there about six months, I think. Um, well, about three months since uh, I joined that gym. So seeing a few friends again, that would be nice. And then I think it's probably not the best idea, but just lifting some relatively heavy for me, like back squat fairly close to my max and, and deadlift some like high numbers and some a bit of Olympic lifting, which I don't really feel that confident doing on my own. Um, so probably that, yeah. Yeah, I think definitely the... so. We've really enjoyed having like the Wednesday nights back to yeah, the, the, weightlifting the, the weightlifting and and that's been so good to kind of, yeah, as you say, get that almost drill instructor kind of mentality of of how to improve your lifts. Because I think for all of it, and I, I imagine even after you do your L1, 
there's always going to be because you can't see yourself. Do you know what I mean? No. You can, I mean, you can film it, but then the coach makes fun of you. You can yeah. film it if you want, but it's not the same as it as like someone being able to literally walk around you, see all your position, kind of watch you through the lift, give you that feedback, and just like the little tips and stuff, and and they know so well what you're meant to be doing at each point. Yeah, and even if you do, you don't know if you're not doing it. Yeah, and I think sometimes you know you're doing something wrong, but you can't quite work out what it is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like I know this isn't right, but I don't know why, or I don't know the cue that I need to fix that that thing. And then yeah. the coach comes up and it's like two words, and then you're like, oh yeah, of course that makes perfect. Now I understand exactly what you mean. Yeah. Problem solved. Kind of, yeah. I, I wish it was that easy. Problem solved. It's not. It's just, yeah. I, now I know. Now I know what the problem is, and I struggle on it for another six months. So, what are your kind of future goals? Then you've said that you don't, you know, you don't plan to go to the games. Yeah. That's understandable. But are you just planning to to keep this going as is? Are you wanting to try to start getting a little bit more involved in the coaching side of things? Or I, I think do you still you've volunteered before, right? Yeah, I've, I've volunteered a few times at Sid, yeah, um, and really enjoyed doing that. I do think maybe long term, I would eventually maybe like to go into coaching. And I think that's like another reason why I wanted to do that one, like just see what it's like, learn from the best. But that's like a very, probably a fairly distant thing and something that just I'd like to have in the back of my mind. Yeah. But I think just mainly in terms of CrossFit, just keep going four or five times a week keep enjoying it. I, I was meant to be doing an, a competition as an everyday athlete with Derek and Dave and a, a couple of others from CrossFit Bath at the turf games, but it's just yeah. been cancelled. Has um, it? Yeah, which is a shame, but just sort of like there's stuff that I still need to work on, like double unders, which I feel like I've been practicing for four years. I probably haven't. It's probably been about two and never solidly, but yeah, I still can't get them. Now that's so. I had not heard. When did that get cancelled? I think today. Literally today. Yeah, All right, so the seventh of September. I had not heard that, but but I know someone who will never admit this, but they are secretly very happy that that's been cancelled. Okay. One member of your team, who um, who was like looking through the team roster, saying that everybody was incredibly fit apart from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt the same. So. There was two of us in the same boat, at least. I was a little bit nervous. I was excited because it would have been my first one. Yeah. But I would have probably liked to do a little local competition before, like just as an, like the, the standard, not the nowhere near the elite category, because there's always a, normally a couple of different standards, isn't there? Yeah. So do you enjoy the like competitive side? I, I, obviously, again, like let's pull right back. We're not talking about the games, the yeah. sanctionals or anything like that, but just, I mean, like you've done the Open, for example. Yeah. Uh, so for me personally, the Open, that is the, the peak of competitive CrossFit I've ever done. Yeah, like that, That's too. the only time I'm ever in a situation where how fast I finish a workout or how heavy a lift was has had any relevance. Um, and I don't know if I like it or not. I'm I'm very kind of... I found my issue during the open usually is that it ruins the rest of my week. So I like go in and kill myself for one workout and then the rest of my week's training is terrible. Um, But I, you know, I know so many love doing the the competitive side and 
you know fair play to them <laughs> it's 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 kind of not for me but i wonder then because you 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 know obviously signed up for this one and you were hoping to do other little competitions is there something about do you know do you have that competitive itch that makes you just kind of want to see what you can what you can do yeah i'd quite like to i i never really played i played a little bit of football when i was younger but i never really played a lot of competitive sports and i feel like coming into this now still getting better and and again very average but i would like to do some sort of competitive sides just like a little local competition and stuff like that so is there anything on the horizon that you're you're looking at uh, i don't think so i mean that that turf games one would have been the first one but i think probably just the open now and then yeah yeah well, you know, I mean, there's a few like different online ones cropping up at the moment yeah. as well. So there's a, another kind of, at least you can do it from, because uh, I guess that would have been challenging for you guys before, because there's been a few online ones that have happened. But I guess if you haven't, you know, there's been, there was a period where they were like, this is for anyone who's at home. So yeah. it's all very kind of body weight and easy stuff. And, and then you started to have a bit more equipment mixed in when access to gyms became possible again for the majority but like that would have been even worse for you because yeah everyone else could do it at home apart from you yeah but i guess now that you've kind of got access to what's your gym going to look like when it reopens are they uh, i think they're limiting sizes to 12 i only saw the booking system this morning so i was just like quickly on there got onto any class that i could tomorrow and i think they've rearranged the walkways and got all the tape down and stuff but tomorrow we'll have to see what it's yeah. like so I mean that'll be will be an interesting experience for you. So I hope uh, yeah hope you have a good time. Look forward <laughs> to, your, to your first workout back. I'm trying to think what we oh so our first one back yes it was divided up between assault bike and rower. So some had the rower, some had the assault bike. I had the rower because I'm not mad. Oh. I picked a bad partner because it was a partner workout the first one back, and uh, he was far fitter than I, and that was a mistake for a like you go I go kind of workout. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what we had. I know there were cleans in there. Uh, I think there were press ups. There was something else. There was something yeah. else as well. I can't been nice. I'm quite excited to get back on a machine as well. Yeah, it's it. It is funny, isn't it? Like we hate certain things, but when you can't have them, you hate that even yeah. more. So it's like yeah. uh, I hate the assault bike, but I like to be able to complain about it, and I haven't been able to complain about it for so long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that heavy barbells. Uh, I haven't had a chance to use the rig yet. That's reopened recently but i haven't okay. been in since it has so look forward to trying to do a pull-up or something like that again yeah. that'll be uh yeah so are you concerned at all about sort of having lost you know numbers or skills or anything like that or you think you've kind of maintained things pretty well over the lockdown i think i probably maintained things pretty well at the start it was i was like oh, i'm gonna gonna try and get really good at loads of different things and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna learn double unders <laughs> It hasn't happened, but I feel like I've maintained and I've stayed healthy, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think I think initially we had lots of good intentions for lockdown, yeah. and then we realized just kind of how soul-destroying it was to be <laughs> locked at home all yeah. day, and, um, and a lot of our goals shifted. I think at first everyone was trying to improve on quite a few different things, and, and I was definitely one of them as well. I started doing Duolingo and trying to learn Spanish every day a few different lessons and then i was like oh do you know what maybe i don't need to improve like <laughs> try and improve everything at the moment i'll just maintain because i mean learning spanish at the moment when you can't travel seems yeah. to be uh seems pretty pointless <laughs> so you're sticking with that you're still learning spanish no 
No, you give it up. Probably went out the window a couple of months ago. Wow. I keep I keep looking at the app though and thinking I'll I'll maybe start tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, next time we get you on, we'll we'll do it in Spanish. Okay. Yeah. That that'll be interesting. Short episode. Yeah, it will be a very short. Yeah, my Spanish is non-existent, but there's a huge kind of crossover between Spanish and Italian, so um, you can understand quite a lot if you know one of the other languages so i'll be able to nod a lot but that's it <laughs> okay it's been really nice um catching up ryan because i as i said like we used to trade together a fair bit yeah and uh and you've been gone a while man it's yeah been, i know uh... it's, it's gone quick but it's been uh, nice to catch up yeah everyone remembers you i was speaking nice to ed to the other day something you'd done or said or shown and, and he was like oh yeah i saw that so oh, uh nice. So you're still remembered fondly in CrossFit Bath until this podcast. I keep saying that I'd like to go back, but it's not the best at the moment, but maybe in a few months or something, I'll do a drop in. Yeah, that was, uh, so that was one one of the things when I think we were talking off air a little bit and I was saying kind of this, this concept of having these podcasts where you can highlight people and talk about, you know, the different members and and ones like that. And it is that, isn't it? Like, it'd be great for you to come by and drop in. Yeah. And at the moment it's like, you're worried if you might not get on the class yourself because yeah. spaces are limited and it's so difficult. And, and that's at the moment, what... I think I'd feel slightly rude. Just, <laughs> yeah. it's like, hi, I'm here to, <laughs> here to work out. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, well, hopefully once, once things return to normal, you can drop in, do a bit of team training with your squad, <laughs> get ready for uh, the turf games, 2021. <laughs> yeah. As I said, Ryan, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you. Been too long. Hopefully, we'll see yeah. you once life goes back to some semblance of normality, and you'll be That'd dropping be it across at Bath. The amount you're training, I'm a little bit concerned because <laughs> I feel like you're, you're you're ever more running ahead of of me. Yeah, so don't be. If there's double unders, you sound. I'll make sure Shaq's programs. Yeah, double unders. Let me know when you're dropping in. No, we'll do double unders and handstand push-ups. Oh, that is absolutely my bag yes okay then. all right let's do that then <laughs> like the two movements i can do brilliant i'll just start training that now for the next few weeks yeah brilliant okay well thanks okay. so much ryan thank you everyone for for listening i hope you enjoyed this uh, slightly different type of episode and if you're a member at bath or the bridge and you haven't yet replied to any of the things i've put up in the different tribe groups or on instagram get on that because uh, we want to hear from as many members as possible I will also link to uh, Ryan's social medias because he's got, what's the one now? Um, is it fitness, know, football, fitness food? Experience. or fit- Yeah, something like that, yeah. It's, it's something like that. But there, <laughs> there you'll see all the crazy workouts he's doing at home and all the huge cakes and things he's eating as well. So yeah. make you feel slightly better. Uh, so until next time, take care, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>